Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, this is Spotlight on Success. I'm your host, Rob Thrasher. The sponsor of the show is LifeandHomes.com. I talk a lot about success stories and a lot about business and entrepreneurship. And The whole story of the Life and Homes thing is just a fantastic story. Good people and better yet, their product is phenomenal. Their business plan is totally cutting edge. They're, they're making waves and they're going in the franchise and I'm going to break the news as soon as they sell their first franchise. I think it looks like they have a uh, small handful ready to go. So if anybody out there listening is interested in the franchising thing, give, give me a shout out at 315-235-3753, and I will connect you with the right people. I am not a uh, franchise uh, salesperson by any means, but they are our, our uh, sponsor, and if you call me, I'll connect you with the franchise people. Once again, 315 235 Three seven five three. If you're out there and you want to call into the show, please give us a call at six four six four seven eight four three five three, or go to radio.cybervillage.com and listen in. You can click the call and all kinds of stuff from there. A little later on in the show, we're going to have some breaking news here. Um, kind of breaking. Maybe it's a week old. I don't know. Michael, tell me. <laughs> but we have some kind of cool news that has to do with Hollywood and a new movie that's coming out. That's tied together with our guest here today. Um, if anybody's interested in, uh, I just recently went through and, and I said, you know, I'm so tired of it. If you've ever gone out and you search out there and you look for things that are business opportunities, you'll go crazy trying to cut through the scam artists and the fly-by-nights and the this and that. If you just go to business.cybervillage.com, and if you have one to post in there, let me know, business.cybervillage.com. I have some actual business opportunities. One's a network marketing opportunity and power deregulation and a couple of things. You know, it depends on what you're into. If you're looking rather more like the franchise person, of course, I have Life and Homes listed in there. Hopefully, I'll have more listed um, once I um, uh, move down that road. So business.cybervillage.com. My guest here with me today is Mike Bova. He's from upstate New York. Um, Mike is what I refer to as a kind of a second-round founder of the company that he works for, but um, Mike came into the company, and um, I guess it wasn't too long he was in the company. He's taking it over now. He's a publisher at M3P. I always want to say MP3. <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional, but M3P Publications. And they have all these. It's basically, you use the word county courier. So you got Madison County Courier, Onondaga County Courier, and there's six of them total. The cool thing about this business is it's kind of reverse engineered from what the way people usually think. And for me, it makes perfect sense. It's a new millennium company, I call it, and it's kind of, like I say, it started with the Internet, and then they moved into print, but the main focus is on the Internet. Mike knows a lot of a lot of things that are interesting about new millennium marketing tools like search optimization and Google-friendly websites, and it's kind of cool stuff. Um, Mike's a dynamic and funny speaker. We have him listed through Thrasher Marketing Speakers. If you Google Thrasher Marketing Speakers, You'll find uh, you'll find a group of speakers that we have that we're going to start doing some tours around around New York and around the country. And without further ado, here's Mike. How you doing, Mike? You there still, right? You got there. Put you sleep. <laughs> I am I am still here. Yeah, I, I didn't crash on you. So <laughs> good. So that was M3P, right? Not MP3. <laughs> yeah. You know, we did a little bit of play on, uh, on on letters, I guess. You know, not on yeah. words, but yeah. uh, you know, initially the company was M3. P Publications Incorporated, and then we kind of reformed in October, and it's now M3P Media LLC. 
different partners. Uh, you know, one person stayed on, and, and the rest, uh, I'm not sure where they are around the globe. But um, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great company. Like, like you hit it right on the head. You know, we're um, doing things a little bit differently than normal. We we started on the web first to see how it would go. You know, because uh, papers are expensive to run. You know, we have our first weekly paper, and thank God we did because you know we got the call from Hollywood about being in the movie, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've officially launched two of them, uh, uh, Madison County Courier and Oneida County Courier. Onondaga was the next one that we're going to really launch in that Syracuse market, and we're going to be at the Chamber Show next next week with our media partner, Leather Stocking Media, which is a radio group, and they, they graciously allowed us to share their booth with them. So we're going to be with 300 different uh, people in this huge chamber and talking to thousands of people and really trying to market Onondaga. We're not sure about the official launch. It looks like about September 1st. So we're trying to take our time with it, make sure everything is shored up so we don't expand too quickly, and then the whole bottom falls out. Um, right. We do have Jefferson Courier, which is up in the Watertown area. It's actually the fastest-growing market in New York State. There's Oswego and, and Herkimer. And Herkimer's a lot like Madison in the population and, and very, very rural. So... Um, we're going to begin to – you mentioned franchises. I just want to touch on it real quick while I'm thinking about it. Is, uh, sure. At some point, probably probably this year, we're going to begin to do a franchise model where we've got a great concept as far as our website goes. If you go to madisoncountycourier.com, and it's funny because a lot of people will spell courier uh, you know, differently, but it's C-O-U-R-I-E-R, you'll see right. that we've, we're, we're a countywide website, but we're very hyper-local. So if you are looking for news from your local town or village, there's a news tab for you. So, And I, I think that we got a great concept because we don't have any news that's international, national, statewide, regional. People can get that on, on their favorite news site, whether it's CNN or whatever. But right. ours is just hyper-local, and people want hyper-local stuff, and, and the model is great. And if you want to launch a weekly paper, which is the future of print, We'll help you do that. So we're at some point in 2010 here. We're going to begin to franchise those out. Nice. Now, 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 what chamber is that? That's the Syracuse Chamber of Commerce, Syracuse yes. New York. Yeah, Syracuse Chamber of Commerce. I think they have a a couple of thousand members or something like that. They're pretty strong. Yeah, yeah pretty and, big um, chamber. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were going to go initially cover the event and you know just hand out cards and let people know that they can submit stuff to the Onondaga County Courier. We're very big on business news. So we do business features that are free. For Madison people, we have the paper and the website. It's, it's free to do a business profile. We're going to put you into the paper with a question and answer session about your business and on the website too because my heart is in this is I'm a huge business guy. Upstate New York is a mess right now. And Help, I don't think it's going to come out of Albany. So, you know, the goal for us in New York State is to go all across upstate New York from the Hudson Valley up and all across western and in the Catskills and Adirondacks with these countywide websites, and we want to help businesses succeed. So we do that with business news. I mean, you know, all the big things, the anniversaries, you know, you celebrating a year, five years, ten years, 50 years, whatever is news. And people need to create, as I go around and do these marketing seminars, I tell people, create your own news. Change right. the hours. Do something different that's going to be newsworthy and submit it to the local press because right. you can't beat free. And, and no. also combined with that, too, is we offer very affordable advertising that will get you results. I mean, I tell people all the time, they're like, Mike, how are you going to give me results? I'm like, I have to because I can't lose you as a customer. Now, 
especially with the economy the way it is, you cannot afford to lose a customer. So you have to keep them. And if you have to give them a longer term on the web or do something more creative, I mean, I think, sure. I think video uh, ads are, are very effective where you can, you know, you have a picture of the YouTube video that you shoot for somebody and they click on it and, and they see a video of somebody's business instead of just an ad that links to their website. So we're trying to do some creative things that are going to help businesses out. Sure, sure thing. Now, it's funny you say that because um, maybe we can work together a little on this, but I was actually going to announce here in the middle of the show, I might as well do announcements. It's topical that I'm going to start a um, spotlight on new business, and I'm going to do like a new business launcher thing on the radio. So I'm going to have people. So right now I, right now I cover people like yourself who are in business, you're doing it, you're, you're having a, a large degree of success, and I want to try to dig and find out, you know, okay, what would you do, what, where are you from, and we'll get into this in a minute, the past, present, and future part of the show. But So I like to do that, but in addition, I think one thing I'm missing is the up-and-coming companies that have a great idea, you know, God forbid I miss the next Google, you know. So my, right. my goal is to do a spotlight on new business and have people, I mean, it could be college kids who are planning to, to make the next Google. It could be somebody... Whatever it is, if you're planning a business or you actually recently launched one, I'm going to do a little radio spot on it, and I'm just going to keep doing it. If you're thinking about a business or whatever, uh, we're going to do Spotlight on New Business. So that's, that kind of ties into what you're saying. And, and, yeah, I mean, it's all about, you know, let's face it. You say, oh, help isn't going to come from Albany. Help isn't coming from anywhere but from within us and new businesses and entrepreneurs new products, and new ways to do business. Now, you have a lot in common with Dave Lisi, who has Life and Homes. It's, it's new ways to think about business, and, and not for nothing, but in, in, in people might argue this you know, one way or the other, but the fact of the matter is the newspapers of record have lost their way when it comes to new media. Now, they're all trying to get the newspapers, trying to do the video, and, 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 the, and the video people, the TV stations are doing the text-based stuff. Okay, that's fine. But by and large, the, the, the newspapers are, are not. It's one thing to say, oh, we're online now. But it's another thing when you go at online, you go at it from a whole different angle and say, look, it's, my God, it's almost free to, if, you're, if you're knowledgeable about launching a website and doing Google search marketing. Yeah. You know, it's just an investment of your time. There's no dollars invested before you decide the level of success you're going to have. And so it's really, it's really the opposite way. People have said for years that the newspapers are going online, we're going online. You guys are coming up now from the opposite end of the spectrum and saying, well, maybe we'll go print after a year or two after, after we've proven the model is successful. And again, like I say, you know, like the home, same thing. They're focused a lot on the Internet. They will only do a certain number of print publications per market. And, 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 you know, it's just, it's just a new way to think about business, and you guys are nailing it on the head, I think. So um, that's one reason I wanted to have Mike on the show, because these are new, this is a new way to think about business. And, and your franchise, I'm sure, is going gonna, is gonna to fly off the shelves when you guys go franchise, because, um, you know, it, it, it's not looking good for the newspapers of record, I've got to be honest with you. In every marketplace, let alone in, in, in markets, you know, believe it or not, upstate New York, from what I've seen, is a pretty news-savvy, news-hungry part of the country. And, and, and you guys are just, you know, I, how would you say you compare to, the say, the newspapers of record when it comes to, to putting out information? Like, would you say you put out as much as they do now or more or you're getting, you know, how would you compare that? 
You can, you, well, it we, looks to me like you guys put out as much or more information than the local newspapers do. We, um, you know, we put out a, a ton uh, of news. You know, we look at our competitors that are online, you know, in the Madison County market, uh, the Oneida County market, which is the city of Utica and Rome and surrounding areas. Same thing with Syracuse. And when you look online on these sites, they're posting two stories a day, sometimes more. I mean, we're literally posting because we get so many email. I mean, I'm amazed at how many email we get to the different email uh, addresses. Right. Some some days we're posting 30 news stories. I mean, literally, wow. uh, you know, one of the partners was posting all day yesterday, and she said, Mike, I, I, I ran out of, you know, posting stories on the hour on the hour because we, we, we can actually schedule a post, which is great. She said, yeah. I, I ran out of scheduling post hour by hour, so we're going to have to go to the half hours. So wow. the great part about our website is, we have an email RSS feed. Basically, people subscribe to it, right? And they would they would get headlines and little snippets of stories into the email. And we realized we're like, wait a minute, there's only ten stories in here. So we quickly realized that it was the last ten stories that were posted by the time the email went out, which was like 6:55 in the morning. So oh. we we have to you know Phil you know King one of the partners is looking into just making sure that everything that was posted the day before. If there's 30 stories, people will get all 30 of them because, you know, the more the merrier, the more choices people have, the more they're going to click onto the site. But um, so we created, you know, we created two tabs. One is today's news so people can see what's current today, which is great, and in yesterday's post and what they missed yesterday. So th- that's my pitch to people out in Madison County or people that are – we get people from all over the globe that are looking at our website. We've got over 3,500 stories on our website we get all the major players. If you name a company, they've probably been on our website, from Pfizer to Disney Corporation, and all the major news corporations have been on our website. So um, because if somebody's doing a Google search, and, and the sites you said are, are very Google-friendly, which they are, which is great, they yeah. do, a story, uh, do a search on Fenner Windmill Crash, and, which is one of the windmills that crashed in one, only one of the few in the U.S., actually, so you hear about this thing on the national news, and you're like, hey, windmill crash or whatever, and our, our site comes up. Hmm. So we get people, literally, we've, we had people from, well, we have people from all 50 states. For a while there, we had people from 49 states. The last state to log on to our site was Wyoming. We're like, come on, yeah. Wyoming. Every day we're looking at it. Hey, did somebody from Wyoming log on to the site? And finally they <laughs> did, you know. But, uh and, and we've had traffic from all over the globe, and it's been great. We get people that comment on, on our stories. We've had thousands of comments, and I think so far different keywords. I think we've had about 35,000 different keywords, and we just officially launched the site back in June uh, on June 1st. So I think it's that's pretty good. Amazing. That is amazing. What do you use for, um, just out of curiosity, what do you use to measure your uh, analytics? Is it uh, Google Analytics or do you – Use a different one. Yeah, we use you know we use Google Analytics, and and that's good to a point because um, you know we like to see where people are coming from. You can actually search out someone's network location, so so we know when you know New York State taxation and finance is on our site and how many times, and our competition or other newspapers that are on. So that's great for right. that. But we use a the one I found most reliable is AW Stats. It'll tell you how many unique visitors, how many visits, yep. Yep. how yep. many hits, how many page views. What's really funny is you know. I'm trying to educate people now. 
the big buzzword before was how many hits are your, is your website getting? Well, our website is getting <laughs> over 2 million hits a month, but that's not relevant because it's any call to the server. What's relevant is how many unique visitors, how many visits, exactly. how many page views, and how long are they spending on the website. So, right, because hit, hits was if there's 50 images on a page and they're looking at one, that's 50 yeah. hits. That's, people just never, <laughs> people had the hardest time. But, but it's great to report hits because you might get 50 million hits and it might have only sure. been 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. So it's really, yeah, it's about unique, it's about visitors and visits. And, and right. it is nice to know, you know, if your website gets... Um, if you have a situation where you get one person which which develops ten page views versus the next person sure. that develops a hundred page views, um, but it's only one minute per page versus you know if they're spending a long time reading the articles, it's a longer time per page. And right. yeah, these are things that people it, it really well. I'm I'm on board with you on that. I spent a long time trying to explain to people, look, okay, they're saying that many hits, how many page views, and how many users, and and how long are they on the thing. And, and then Google's nice too. For I love to to look at the bounce rates and how you can affect those by having your site optimized properly. Um, sure. Useful for that as well. But sure. yeah, yeah, the GW is uh, well, the G, no AW AW stats, right? Yeah, AW stats. Yeah, that one was one because that one resides right on the actual <laughs> server itself, unlike Google. Right. Analytics. Yeah. So one of the things that I find when I do these interviews is that there's always something. You know, just about everybody's had a, a paper route when they were younger, and I know one of the questions on my questionnaire is, what did you do when, you know, did you do anything when you were young, or did your parents or any family members own any businesses, or were they entrepreneurs and stuff like that? And one of the things I find, and you had said on here that you had um, basically when you were little, you were mowing lawns and shoveling sidewalks, and then you had your own construction company for a while till you had some, some back issues. And I find that I find that a lot of times the, the difference between everybody who had the paper route or did the shoveling is that the person who ends up an entrepreneur had some kind of twist that nobody else thought of. It's that sort of out-of-the-box thinker thing. And one of the examples is a person, I remember uh, when it was, we can go through the show archives and find it later maybe, but he, he, was, uh, he had a paper route when he was young, and then he realized one of his paper route customers said, boy, it sure would be nice to get, I don't know what it was, like the New York Times in addition to getting a local newspaper. And so right. he ended up being a distributor <laughs> yeah. for the other newspaper companies, and he basically found a way to get paid three times. Um, yeah. Do you have any stories about from your either construction or mowing lawns? Do you have anything to share about kind of things that you did or, or the reason you started the company? and uh, What was the construction sort of angle? Where did that come in? Well, it's really funny how I you know, got into that because I was, um, oh, my gosh. you know I didn't know how to pound a nail street or, or read a tape measure you know my brother my brother happened to get me a job and i um i, I actually liked the business you know there were so many different aspects to it you know where if, we're, if we weren't siding in siding in the freezing rain we were <laughs> we were putting in in soffits or doing new construction or you know putting up steel barns in 30 degree below weather uh up in watertown new york you know with a with a windshield factor at 30 below and you couldn't get warm you know but i it was just fascinating to me that you could take I, – I think what's the big thing for me is taking an abstract idea and making it concrete. So mm-hmm. I think that's why the paper is so cool to me because, listen, you, you talk – it's very hard to sell advertising when, when people can't envision it. You know, I sold um, preserved roses and glass gift items over the phone. I literally had a phone sales job selling, like, you know, water gloves with preserved roses and musical towers. Now, we could – 
the pitch was basically like you would call them up, you'd try to paint a mental picture for them, send them out some some material, which most of the time probably went in the garbage, and then you follow up with a, a phone call. So my take on it was, listen, I got this person on the phone now. I'm going to paint a mental picture for them. I had eight states. Three of them were on the East Coast. It was New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, which was great. I couldn't visit anybody even though, you know, right in my backyard there were some gift shops and things like that. That was a no-no, but it was all phone sales. But five of them were on, you know, two on the on the, on the the West Coast, Oregon and, and Washington, and then I had the big sky states. So I was shipping from freight on board Utica, New York is like for water globes and glass musical towers isn't attractive. So what, what I would tell people is, listen, we got these great items, great gift items. They're, they're a, it's a patented process. It's not freeze-drying. You know, you can get them in red, uh, pink, or yellow, assorted colors. We're going to give you water globes and some different musical towers and some shadow boxes, 24 pieces, $250. You can go uh, 100% margin on them. You can double your money. And what you don't sell, we're going to take back. And so what I would do is, you know, have you seen this in Florist Magazine? No, I haven't seen you. Okay, well, we're a reputable company, and I would do on my, go, on, go on with my pitch, and then um, ask for the credit card, ask for the sale. So you can pay for it with Visa, uh, Visa MasterCard, or American Express. Which one would you want to use? The guys who were in the cubicles with me, because there was like six sales reps, were like, did you just sell off the first call? I'm like, yeah, I've got some captive audience here. So, you know, for me, it's taking an abstract idea, make it a concrete. You know, construction was great because you, you have a plot of land with nothing on it. All of a sudden, two months later, there's a, there's a full blown out home on there. You know, a newspaper that has nothing in there. There's no ad. We have an idea for an ad copy. I, I design an ad for somebody. I send it over to them for a proof. Oh, my God, I love it. And it's in the paper. So I think the big thing for me is, you know, the creativity you have, you have side and, of the whole thing. Yeah, right. you have you have an idea and you just and and you make it real. So. Yeah. Um. Wow. You know what? I just realized something. You just described this new business model we're talking about, which is where you start with what you might call abstract, which is online, which is practically free to do, and then mm-hmm. you make it. Then you reverse engineer it to what people call real, which is the print side of the world, and that's. I mean, that's ultimately what you're doing now. That's the whole kind of business plan there, which is. Start out with the, the online. You 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 you, int, int, you know intrude into the market that you're trying to get into. Now you're in there and you have some brand name, and that's when you go to the more expensive side, which is print. And then you don't do as much of it as right. as the mainstream media. And that's ultimately the definition of what you're talking about is abstract from the abstract to the the real. Because the abstract is is easy pen to paper, whether it be using Photoshop to make a, a ad design and you make three of them, and there's the abstract, and then the, the customer chooses which one they want, and now it goes into the print or into the website or what have you. So that's a good, um, that's awesome. That's good. That that describes the sort of creative process and the way an entrepreneur's brain works, which is different basically from everybody else. And yeah. it, and then next thing you know, you have the, the concept and the and the you 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 basically you've proven the business plan. And then, uh, and then from there you move forward, and and I think we're going to see a lot of that. I really do. Whether it yeah. be newspaper, TV stations, I don't think we've had one actually launched through YouTube yet, but I would predict that. Oh sure, sure. Um, something maybe we have. I don't know. Um, so you worked. You pretty much. You pretty much. Your your whole life, you you spent trying to sell things, whether it be, and it's a variety of things. 
It went right. from advertising, but then later you describe it in the questionnaire. You say that you found your your uh, niche was um, in sales, and especially one that's combined with the editorial world and, and the newspaper industry. Yeah, you know, I've always been fascinated by news. I've always always liked the news business. Um, you, know, you mentioned, <clears throat> let's just backtrack a little bit, you mentioned selling and stuff. You know, One of the things that I've learned over the years is that um, these little tidbits, I'm going to write a book and, and, uh, about these little tidbits that I've learned. One of them is everybody sells. My daughter, <laughs> I have two daughters, one five and one two. They're they're uh-huh. great. Oh sales. boy, you're busy. <laughs> they're great sales ladies, you know. Dad, can yeah. I have this? Uh, no, not right now. Dad, please. And, and then I, I start to cave, you know. So uh, <laughs> as soon as they sense the blood in the water, they come oh, after you full oh. <laughs> They can smell it. They can smell it. They're like well, these, I I got them. I got them on the ropes. I got them on the ropes. Here comes the reel them in. Reel them in. Yeah, here comes the right hook. Bam. Knocked him out. Knocked him out. So everybody sells. And, uh, you know, I, I remember selling candy bars and, and things like that to, you know, for school uh, fundraisers and things like that. So I've always been fascinated by sales. And uh, I got into retail sales, and retail sales were okay. The hours were terrible. I worked at a mall especially. And, and when oh uh, my company didn't give me an assistant manager for, like, I think it was about six months, I was – almost burn out to the point of just saying, I- I'm done. You know, it was mm-hmm. open to close uh, seven days a week. Boy. Very, very grueling. Loved it. Did very well. I, I worked at a store in New Hartford. Uh, I-, I don't know if anybody out there remembers Webster Menswear. So I was a store manager, didn't have any clothing experience and, and no, uh, you know, retail experience really outside of working for a rent-to-own company. So the store was number nine out of ten in the region, and after a few weeks, we're number three, number two, number one. There was one month, literally, because there was 3,000 different stores in the chain, that we had the number one growth in New Hartford, beating stores uh, in L.A., Philadelphia, you know, you name them. So, and everybody was so excited in the home office, they're like, what are you doing there? I'm like, uh, I, I don't know, you know. Right at the time, you couldn't even quantify. You didn't even know. You just knew something was going well. You know, we just we just we treated people well. We you know it, it was a whole like and trust thing. You know, people liked us, right. they trusted us. Um, you know, we disarmed people when they came in. Hey, you know how you doing? And you know, you, you get to know people and you establish a rapport. And people right. get talking about it. We had music cranking and we had a, a great we, we we merchandised the store really well and we got people involved. And you know, it's it's all about when you make when you make things about people. And and yeah. when your focus exactly. is people, like you know, we have so much success because. Uh, our tag phrase for the newspaper is your news, your voice. You know, if you go to m3pmedia.com, which is our parent site, you're going to see our six news sites on there. And we've we got some other properties bought up, and we're going to be launching a couple more markets here pretty quick. But your news, your voice. So it's all about you. And when you focus on people, the, the reason I'm so intrigued about news, and I'm finally getting back to that after that big rabbit trail, but um, is, is that people want information. There's two things that people want and their basic human needs outside of love and shelter and everything like that, especially when the Internet, the Internet has changed everything. People want information, and they want, to be a part of a, they want to be a part of something. That's why user groups are great. People want to be a part of a user group, you know, social networking, Facebook, that type of thing. They want to be a part of something, and they want news. And you know what? They want information fast. We, we live in a society, a microwave society, where 
when you put a hot dog in for 20 seconds, you're pacing back and forth waiting for that sucker to get done. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's why I, I, people want news. People want it. We, what's great about us is we don't lean left or lean right. right. We, we, we give you the cold, hard facts. We, it's, it's the way you want to read it. There's no fluff. There's no political agenda for us. You know, we have politicians. Well, that's kind of new, us. too, in itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. kind of a new concept in itself, no political agenda. That's kind of refreshing <laughs> to hear, actually. Yeah, it's almost like journalism. journalism. <laughs> it is, it is. That's awesome. It's true blue journalism. Yeah, yeah. You know, we like the breaking stories. We like the exclusives. We like the investigative yeah. stuff. Sometimes gets us in trouble a little bit with people. But, sure. you know... It's just like on Facebook. It's so funny. You know how you poke somebody? Well, we poke people, and sometimes we super poke people. But um, you have to do that because, listen, people have an obligation. People are taxpayers. People are American citizens. People want news delivered, and we have an obligation. We, we so strongly feel obligated to deliver to, uh, news to people the way they want it. So, you know, we focus on those things, and everything else will take care of itself. The sales, um, the subscriptions, you know, we don't focus on those things. We focus on people. Yeah, that's what you have to do. You focus on what you – you get You get your focus, and, yeah, you know, I think around here everybody wants to make money too. But the really the most – the biggest thing people tell me, entrepreneurs tell me when I talk to them is keep your eye on the on the prize. Think about your goals and do, and do set financial goals. But make it about what you're doing and and who it is you're helping, and then sure. and then the money will will usually it'll follow if you do that and focus hard enough. Now it doesn't always follow. Don't get me wrong, right. but when you do what you love to do, you fit, right. first you find out what you love to do. Because let's face it, none of us knew where we were headed. Um, yeah. There's companies out there that are big electronics companies. They started off selling shoes, and by the time they were done, they were an electronics company. You have yeah. to you have to go with the flow and evolve your company. I got eight, I have 18 seconds left. Um, and then the online streaming stops. So I just want to mention one more time, lifeandhomes.com and M3P, m3p.com or m3pmedia? Yeah, m3pmedia.com is our website. 3pmedia.com. Yeah. Okay. And there you go. Yeah, so, now, so now we're still recording, but we're not streaming live. So okay. um, people can come back and hear more of the show later. Um, sure. So yeah, I mean, I mean that's a big that's a big um, concept that people I don't think understand is is if you just focus on the money and, and not for nothing. Sure, you count your money, but sure. when it's all about the money, it, it doesn't. It's you know, it's uh, it's not the same. If you focus on what you do, you do it well, and you're focused on on in some way benefiting the society and people that you serve, then then they're gonna give you money. I mean, I mean that's the way it is. You know, and if they don't. Another thing you have to do in your business is get smart at picking the ones that that do give you the money and the ones that just abuse you and use you. You know, yeah. you you can't you know you can't have it both ways. You're in business to make money, but yeah, if you if you find a way to make money and do what you do and you love doing it, then you're going to be so good at it that people aren't going to want you to go away, so they're going to give you money to do right. what you do. And so ultimately, now you you're ultimately selling advertising through your online newspapers, and we're um. We're also going to talk about. T- tell me about the movie now. I, I know you, there's some big names attached to this movie. This is a really cool thing. I just wanted to interject this here. Sure. Um, and uh, go ahead, tell me about it. Yeah, we. Um, <laughs> I got it. I got an email in my in my inbox, and sometimes when you get an email, 
with uh, a certain uh, subject, you think scam. And I'm thinking <laughs> Hollywood movies, something, and I open up this email, and, and it's this person that wants to, she's basically a clearing uh, business where, you know, I, I guess if you use somebody's picture or a video or, you know, whatever, you have to get it cleared and you have to sign a release form and things like that. Right. So right. the thing was, I, I get this email that says, you know, we want to use your newspaper in a movie. Um, we like it because it's authentic and it's, it's going to disclose location. So I contacted this person and said, are you going to be shooting in Madison County because our paper's Madison County Courier? And she emails me back and says, no, we're shooting in New Mexico and Barcelona and uh, in Ireland. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm really confused now. But um, she says, just, just go with it, just go with it. So we, I had my lawyer take a look at it, our, our, our corporate lawyer. He looks at it and says, Mike, it's a typical release form. Just, you know, sign it, send it over to them. Worst, you know, worst case scenario, we sue them. I'm like, oh, thanks. So <laughs> I, 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 I send back the release the next day, and I get a phone call. The movie's called Knockout. The guy who's directing it is Steven Soderbergh. He's very famous director, producer. He's produced uh, and directed, you know, Aaron Brockovich and The Ocean's 11, 12, 13, and a, a whole host of other ones that I can't, you know, think of, but I did a little bit of research on them and saw them on, you know, IMDb. So um, it's basically starring Gina Carano. If you follow mixed martial arts at all, she's uh, a female mixed martial artist. It's her, her really acting debut. And uh, she's going to be in this movie with Michael Douglas, Antonio Banderas, um, Channing Tatum, Ewan McGregor, uh, Michael Fassbender. There's there's a whole host of people in there, and it's really highly. Uh, um, it's it's going to be a, a blockbuster, is what they're saying. It's going to you know it's one of the most highly anticipated movies of 2000. Well, if, if it comes out in fall, it'll be 2010, or it might come in, come out in early 2011. But it's one of the most highly anticipated movies, expected to win awards, and. I call them up and say, hey, you know, are we going to be in, uh, you know, how, how are you going to use our paper? And she said, well, you know, when you walk into a diner and you see a newspaper in a diner, yeah, you're going to be the newspaper. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> really? That's really cool. So I, I get a call from them. They're shooting in New Mexico. Can you send us, you know, five editions, five of each one? Here's our FedEx number. We want them overnight. And uh, so I take them over to uh, the mail drop place, whatever. Hey, I got to get these things out, and we've been telling people about it because I think it's a big deal. You know, it's not too often that you get a local newspaper, it's, and oh, we've only right. been out for this week's papers is our 16th issue. Right, we pretty new. Very long. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 a very new company. I mean, companies that have been publishing since the 1800s are in a movie. Yeah. Right. And, well, they're not. Yeah, because they're not exciting. This is exciting. What you're doing is more exciting, and and it was, it's that's really awesome. So you're you're going to be in this movie. Did you say who it was directed by? Yeah, it's directed by Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Soderbergh. I didn't even know how to say that. Who also directed Aaron Brockovich in Ocean's Eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, really famous uh, director producer, and it's really funny because people ask me, how did they find you? You know, I have no idea. I asked that question because I'm a marketing person. I like to see <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to know. <laughs> you got to know. <laughs> and, uh, uh, hey, it really stinks not to be able to find that stuff yeah. out. Because so you'd like the, to be able yeah. to follow that chain and maybe replicate that one or two times. Absolutely, absolutely. So no. when I asked one of the you know the people from the creative department, I said, hey, can I ask you a question? How, you know, how did you guys find this? And she said, well, 
you know, did you get the email from so-and-so? I said, yeah. She goes, well, you know, either she found you on the Internet or she knows somebody or that had a paper. And, you know, because really, if, if you're just looking at us from the from the, the Internet, it doesn't look like we have a paper. Well, I guess so if, if you, you know, buy a subscription or something like that, you click on a right. link. But, you know, I'm thinking maybe somebody had a paper that she knows and said, hey, I, I got this paper here that's that you could probably use in your movie. I have no idea. But uh, the cool thing is, is this movie's going to be out there forever? It's going to raise our, credi- our credibility about ten thousand notches Absolutely. that we can say that we're in this movie knockout, and we can market it as Madison County Courier, as seen in the movie Knockout. And we're telling everybody, we're like, listen, when that trailer comes out and, and that movie comes to the the theater, or whatever, go see the movie because you can now you can advertise in a piece of Hollywood, you can subscribe to a piece of Hollywood when it's that's going to be so say, big. Oh, you know, I I subscribe to that paper right there. You do? Yeah. So it, it yeah. should be big for us. That help a lot, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Not too many people get in get in a movie like that. And the, the kind of cool part is it just kind of fell on your lap, which is not, not usually – usually you have to fight and kick and scratch and, and call people and say, can I be in your movie? Or yes. <laughs> can you use my newspaper as a prop on your thing? You know, it's – what do they call that? Product placement. Usually people pay tons and tons for that. So that's yeah. phenomenal. That's great. That's Congratulations on that. That is oh, definitely going to help you guys, no doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah pe- people ask us, they're like, you know, how much do you have to pay them? And I said, <laughs> um, we, we didn't have to pay them. You know, we just signed the re- – no, we, we didn't get paid either. But the cool thing right. is, you know, just the publicity alone for that oh, yeah, is, that- is, you know, those MasterCard commercials, you know, uh, they'll say so and you know, such and such, $20, such and such, $10, you know. Uh, yeah. You, you know, all these things that you're doing now, priceless or whatever. I mean, this is like priceless. This is just incredible, man. I mean, we are. Yeah, you really can't put a value on it. Yeah, and we're, you know, we're on cloud nine. You know, it's going to take a, a good couple of years to wipe the smile off my face. You know, so um, <laughs> it's just, it's just really cool. I mean, some of the things that have happened to us, testimonial wise has been great. We, we've had people look at our paper and say, this thing is amazing. I, I can't believe I'm subscribing to it. I can't wait to get it the next week. Hmm. I've got two partners that, that are doing the editorial side of it. And, and people ask me, you know, aren't you worried about going to print? You know, even when our, our guy who prints our paper um, printed the first one, he said, Mike, I haven't seen a volume one number one in years. Nobody, Rob, wow. that I know of is printing papers. You know, right. just, hey, hey, let's let's just start a paper up. So, you know, yeah, and, I mean, yeah, it, it almost it seems counterintuitive in this day and age when mainstream yeah. newspapers are literally going broke and bankrupt in front of us. Right. Then all of a sudden, it, it it never fails though. Up come some smarter entrepreneurs with a better business plan, right. and not for nothing, you might help put that final final nail in that you know the final straw on the on the back, but. You know what? It is what it is. This is why sure. this is why things aren't too big to fail. It's not right. supposed to be too big to fail. It's supposed to fail so you new guys can come up and do it better, smarter, would make more money and do it with less overhead. I mean, this right. is the way it's supposed to evolve. And sometimes it seems cruel, and it seems like yeah. how could you let your local newspaper go down the tubes? Sure. Well, ultimately, there's always going to be someone smarter and better coming up on the other side of things was using technology first and older right. print stuff second. And not for nothing, right. too, but I know a lot of local newspapers, they've looked into, uh, you know, there's so many, even, you know, the average person with a really nice printer who's out there in their home, 
can print stuff for fairly cheap that looks it looks pretty darn good. So yeah. so you've got all these things combining, and the, and the local newspapers um, all over the country are having a hard time. But the problem is they're old old school. I went I one time I worked for a local publication who you know Mike and. Uh, uh, you know, while I was there, I, I could see, I think I was there for a year, and, and I'll be honest with you, I could see the writing on the wall. I said, yeah. these guys still don't get it. They're into it, and not for nothing, you wouldn't, you do know, you know this, how much money they made with the online side of things. But it was always a problem of the online being the 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 alternate or the, yeah. you know, it, it, the online was never the primary focus of anything that they did. Sure. Um, and and now I know there's companies, there's media companies that are hurting so bad. They 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 literally the, the first thing that they caught was online staff. And my yeah. first thought was like, are you kidding yeah. me? That's crazy. <laughs> That's supposed to be where you're headed, and yeah. and they're they're in a pickle. But you know what? Right. You guys are gonna take care of that. The news is still gonna be there. It's gonna be the news, and we'll have a lot more of it. And um, I think the whole industry, news industry, and country will be better. For it in the long run, even though it's painful to watch these uh, newspapers lose their shirts, in a way, you know, there's a lot of people don't feel too bad for them because they've been the 800-pound gorilla for 50 years. <laughs> right. I think one of the problems with the, with the newspaper industry the way it is now, a, a couple of things I can I, that I believe I, I can I, I can you know point my finger at is that uh, they're they're kind of focused on. Um, okay, what's best for us? You know, we have to kind of reinvent ourselves. But you know, what's going to be best for us? What's going to add to our bottom line? So right. what happens is, is they have these seasoned reporters that people come to know and trust. I mean, it's kind of like you know, Bill Warden is, is a is a friend of mine on WKTV. He's been on there for years, you know. And, and they sing this song and they show Bill, you can't get it anywhere else, you know. And Bill yep. is a great guy, great newscaster. What would happen if they replaced Bill all of a sudden with some kid that's out of college? Right. You know, and what happens is a lot of times is to save money, they'll take these seasoned reporters and yeah. editors that, and they'll, you know, I'm sorry, you know, here's your severance package and, you know, thanks for your time here and, and nice to see you. And they'll right. replace them with some of these people. And they they have really cute headlines, you know, they'll right. make them a nice cute headline or whatever, and the story just bottoms right out. So right. what happens is is now you lose subscribers and – uh you lose advertising dollars. People don't want to advertise in your paper anymore. So, so now yep. it's like now you're scrambling to say, okay, what can we do to, to really add to our bottom line? The, if they focused on, if newspapers are really focused on people, because you cannot be successful without subscribers, right? So right. what can we do that's best for them? Man, we, we need to report. We need exclusive stuff. We need breaking news. We need features, you know. So people are going to, like, talk about the paper. Well, nobody's doing that. I, I think we're doing that. We put out a 28-page paper consistently every week, and that's with that's without sports, without obits, which we don't have yet, without a classified right. section. We have the, the, the room to grow to a 48-page paper, and I won't be happy until we do that consistently. But it is hard-hitting news, you know, and we print those press releases that people send us, and we don't – it's so funny. Here's what Here's what – Mainstream newspapers do. Somebody sends over a press release, and you've probably experienced it yourself, sending press releases out. Yeah, it's about five paragraphs. Definitely. I know exactly like, what you're going yeah. It's three lines by the time it gets to the paper. Right. You're like three lines. If it gets there at all. <laughs> yeah, you, you edited it that much? Really? <laughs> it's like, so 
you know, what's great about the Internet, here's what's great about our online site. You know, Phil has set it up, our partner, that we have unlimited server space. We have, you know, we actually do website design and we host websites and things like that. So there are no space constraints. You know, you don't have to put stuff on hold like you do in the newspaper. So when somebody sends us a press release that's that's five paragraphs long, we look at it and make sure it's grammatically correct. You know, we just want people to get their facts straight, whatever. We publish it in its entirety. That is huge, you know, and and that's the power Uh, of the Internet. So um, it's funny because, you, you know, you look at, the news industry and, and you know Gannett had made had made a prediction in 2006 that by 2016 there won't be a daily newspaper around they'll be extinct. I don't completely buy into that. I, I believe that some newspapers can survive if they want to, but they have to. Like Dave Lisi says, we live in Tweaksville. Okay, you gotta like you gotta just tweak things as you go, and you know right. like, this is not really going well, so let's just tweak it a little bit. And Dave's, Dave, I think Dave's the master of tweaking things. Yes. You know, he's yeah. like the master tweaker, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, you, you, you have to do that. You, you have to just re- you reinvent yourself. You have to, you know, kind of go, like you said, go with the flow. Yeah. Because if you, if you And evolve. Evolve yeah. is critical. And that's sure. the thing that newspaper and the, the traditional media, I guess we'll call it, has never had to really do is, e- is evolve their plan. Their plan's yeah. been the same plan for 100 years, yeah. you know? It's hard, yeah. and, I, and I understand, you know, I'm not throwing them under the bus. I understand how hard it must be to have been in the same mode for 100 years, right. and now all of a sudden everything's changing, and, and they're just looking around like, what do I do? Which way do I go? They got the Facebook and YouTube and this and that. They don't know what to embrace. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the problems is a lot of times the companies who either own them have already embraced one technology um, where – you know, and then there's ten new ones, but the, but this one has become part of their new corporate culture, and and they they just can't change fast enough. They cannot evolve fast enough. They're, you know, they're on the wrong side of evolution, unfortunately. Yeah, you, know. you, you have to get really creative. You know, it's so funny because people said, you know, TV's going to kill radio. Jeepers! Radio, <laughs> right. You know, how long's TV been out? Radio's still around. It's like, what happened? Yeah. I thought radio was going to be dead, you know. And the same thing with newspapers. I have to laugh because I watch TV with my kids a little bit. You know, I don't have a lot of time because I'm doing so many things. I work, like, literally ten different positions with our newspaper, and I'm, like, one guy. So I spend some time with my kids, which is great. And right. uh, we watch this show called iCarly, and, and Sam and Carly. The oh, yes, girls, yes, yes. The two girls. Very familiar there, with it. You know, they uh, – I guess Spencer had a review, like uh, Carly's brother there, about his art thing, and and it's in a newspaper, and they're like, "What's this?" And he goes, "A newspaper." And one of them said, "I thought they were, those were for only for the elderly and hobos." Well, they're not. They're not. You know, listen, I'm 44. I still like a newspaper. I grew up in the newspaper, and, and all my statistics say that a person is on a website for three to four minutes per visit. That's it. There's no way. They're reading the newspaper online. No. So uh, we cater to the 40s, you know, to people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Now, l- listen, do we have people in their, in their 90s that are on the Internet, on our website? Yes, because we've, we've heard, you know, they've emailed us. I'm 92. I'm on your website. I love it. And, uh, and they're, you know, wow. they're, surfing, they're surfing the web at 92, which is great. But yeah. they like a paper. And, and so if yeah. – 
it's the biggest population, the baby boomers here, and a newspaper is going to be viable, I think, for the next 10, 20 years. Right, but right, right. you have to do it the right way. Yeah, I, that, I mean, you know, those I mean the, ones with, the ones with the deepest pockets and are willing to change, all to sure. fundamentally tear sure. down their business plan and start over again. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, like you said, it's putting the people first too. That that they gotta they gotta get the mindset going first. They need yeah. a whole gen- new generation of people who are running it and helping the thing grow. Well, you think about it. You know, a, a big part of sales is listening. And uh, right. So you know, I would go out when I when I work for I work for a couple different newspapers. I work for the largest newspaper organization in the world, and I work for a small right. you know organization. So when I would go out there, people are like you know I hate your paper. Oh, okay, why do you hate our paper? Because the you know the headlines are the headlines are really catchy. I, I I get right into the headline, and I get excited. You know, I'm like salivating like Pavlov's dog, and then I I start to read the story, and then you know I wipe up my chin, and and then I start to get mad, and and then I'm uh, you know it, it's like this story's terrible, and I can't stand the paper. You know, I just buy it for the obits. And after I after I have it for three minutes, I have buyer's remorse. You know what I mean? So right. you, you got to listen to those people. Hey, you know, I had an idea for the paper that I work for, the, the large organization, was, listen, two things will turn the newspaper around. They're like, what's that? I said, lower your advertising cost, okay? Because right, yeah, that's what, they, that's what they won't do. Yeah, what I was hearing on the street, now, listen, you're in your four walls, you're protected, you're in your comfort zone, you're almost like in a glass bubble, la, 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 I don't hear right. you, you know. And uh, I'm telling you what I'm hearing on the streets is your advertising costs are ridiculous, okay. All right, you know, let, let, me, let me see what I can do. Let me take it to the powers to be. And secondly, survey all your customers. You know, do a $5,000 giveaway, you know. Right. Uh, or just have a huge giveaway where you're, get, where you're giving away $25,000, you know, 25 first-place winners will get $1,000 each, whatever that is. Wow, that's for a great idea. Sur- for sending in your survey, hey, what do you think of our paper, you know, in all the different areas of our paper, what can, what can we do to make our paper better? Because we're going to take your suggestions and really take them to heart, and we, and we want to change because it's all about you. And do right. you think they would even listen to me? You know, they, they were so funny because they said, listen, when your sales numbers are like, when you're smoking on your goals and whatever, we're going to listen to you. Well, I hit goal 10 out of 10 months, and, and they still wouldn't listen to me. So that's the problem with corporate is that there's so much red tape, so many hoops to jump through. It's yeah. so, you know, you're stifled so much. What I love about our company is whatever we want to do, you know, we talk about it as a group, you know, because four heads are better than one. And we're like, you know what? And we we, we brainstorm because, uh, you know, Imagination Movers, right? I watched another show with my kids. There's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. We come up with this yep. great idea, and we do it. We do it, you know, and we give it some time to see what sticks. You know, Dave Lisi cracks me up. He's like, you know, throw it against the wall and, and leave it there for a good six months, whatever, and let's see what sticks right. and what slides off or whatever. But you have to do that. You've got to yeah, constantly that's... on your guard. And, and that's exact that yeah I mean you just nailed it I mean it's the old school management that that keeps the the new you know the old media from evolving and that's why I say it's hot. sometimes it's easier to start over than it is to try to take take a a print company and turn sure. it into an internet company it's almost better to to just break it and start over or just yeah. you know that's why so 
So, I mean, like you said, I, I don't predict any local papers or, or, or wish people ill will. There's a lot of people who work at these places, and I feel bad for them, and I know a lot of them. Right. Um, so I'm not wishing anybody ill will, but but the senior management at these places, you know, it's almost like they have, it's almost like maybe they need to step out and get somebody in there that can rethink this thing because, the, like I say, when you are the main, you are the media in, in any marketplace. When you have one or two people who are used to, over the course of the last, you know, hundred years, they're used to them being the media. Then it's very difficult to change that mindset, and not for nothing. A lot of them have done a pretty good job, and they they made their website so that some of them are doing updates on the website that don't get into the print, so they don't have to wait for the print story to make it into. Some of them are making like more virtual PDFs out of their sites, and so I mean, you know, some will make it, some won't. But I mean, ultimately, it does require a, a complete rethink. Um, sure. That's what I think they need to do, and, and the the thing is, good thing for you is they won't do it. <laughs> yeah, they won't do it quick enough. They won't do it quick enough so that you're going to be slowed down. You're going to zoom past these guys. I know that about it. Yeah, we have this. We have the saying in our company, and because and, uh, we have so much competition out there, and our competition is is like they are absolutely afraid. And and uh, I would be too if I was on the other side. So uh, sure. oh yeah, absolutely. We have this expression, uh, the saying, "Bad for them, great for us." You know, like the second company I work for in the news business. Every day I would hear something that was worse and worse and worse, you know. I mean, like, you know, you get complaints from people about the print quality, which is a big part of a newspaper, by the way. You know, right. if, if, you, if you look at somebody's picture on the front page and you can't identify them from the picture and you've got to look at the cut line, or if there's no cut line, you've got to identify them by their dental records, that's a bad thing, you know. <laughs> and you hear about that stuff, like, you know, and, you, and, and maybe some of these people that are in the, uh, in the paper – are your advertisers, hey, did you see my picture in the paper this week? Uh, no. Well, here it is. Can you identify me? You know, I'm not even the right color. You know, so it's like, uh, uh, you know, I'm really sorry. And, and then you got a back paddle and stuff, you know. So, you know, there's so many facets to a newspaper. I mean, we, uh, it's great how things happen. I initially went to uh, a local printer that's over kind of by you, and it wasn't really uh, a a fan of their pricing, so I went with somebody else that I knew, and and he's like, you know, we're not going to print your paper because of something happened that with the parent company that I worked for, and you know, now I got a strike strike against me because you know he's got a, an issue with with the company I worked for. So he really? refers me to this other guy, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, the price was phenomenal, and the print quality is unbelievable. The registration is great, the color is phenomenal. You know, he's printing Dave Lisi's paper now, Life and Homes. Great company that we just – some of the stuff I think about that's happened to us is, is miraculous. I mean, there's been some super to our, our natural. Um, and, I mean, there has to be because you think about the Hollywood movie and what's happened and just some of these things that have, that have just happened to us. I mean, it's crazy, man, crazy. Yeah. And uh, some of it's been – I don't believe in luck. I just believe in, you know, fortune. You know, good. You know, good fortune. It's kind of like you know, reaping and sowing and reaping. What you sow, you're going to reap. Some people call it karma. But listen, if you sow good things into your company, you should reap good things. You know, it, it almost works like gravity, right? So, um, you know, maybe that's my uh, that's my little tidbit for the people that are out there is, you know, sow good things, and and don't grow weary in well doing because in due time you know, uh, that harvest will come. Yep. 
So wow, that's um, that's a great way to end it. We're just about out of time, and um, I just want to thank you for your time. This has been a, a great interview, and um, I think everybody's learned a little something, and that was a great little t- tidbit there, a little tip to make. You know, I know you said you're going to write a book. Keep us informed about it if you sure you progress on the book when the book comes out. Um, and uh, don't forget to join the author Cyber Village, authors.cybervillage.com when you when it comes time to do some marketing on the book and. Um, it's going to be a great book. I know it is. It seems like everything that you're sort of getting involved in is is taking a um, is really working out well. So congratulations on all that, and um, hopefully we'll do an update with you. And and like I tell, told everybody, search for Thrasher Marketing Speakers, and you'll find Mike listed on that page. And um, just go ahead and give us a call, and we'll talk about doing some speaking engagements. Uh, inspirational business type stuff. Uh, everybody who listens to this knows I'm working on a business inspiration to sort of spotlight on success, um, you know, book as well. Um, so thanks again, Mike. It was a great interview, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Rob. I really appreciate it. All right. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Take care.